Tyler Dunn is with GoLongTD.com, follows Lions NFL. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. Let's talk about the Lions. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on, man. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, what's your take? Because everybody has their own spin, huge opinion on the game last Sunday and how it unfolded in that god-awful loss by the Lions. Where are you at looking back on it? You know, it's it's a bad loss because I think it just reminds you of the Lions of old and the thinking was that this, this wasn't the Lions of old, that the Lions were, were a different bunch under Dan Campbell, that they had kind of exercised some demons through rhetoric, through the way they're conducting practices, conducting business, everything behind the scenes. And I spent a little time around the team, and I, I, I'm, I'm all in. I really think that they substantively have changed uh, that quote-unquote culture in so many ways. But until you see it in the win column, it's hard to sell. I, I get it. Uh, it just—I think more than anything—it's just—it's uh, just—it's just dejecting, and and you you wonder, did they really get that quote unquote stench, as Taylor Decker put in our conversation, out of the building? Is that gone, or are they all going to expect something to go wrong in the fourth quarter every game? I, I think they're getting rid of it, but man, that, that was a setback against the Vikings, no doubt. Yeah, you can't have the in-game decision-making cost you games, and we've seen it numerous times with Campbell. And I, I'm with you. I like the culture chains. I like the assistance. I, I I like what they're doing this year, except the end of that game on Sunday. And the one thing I can't get over, Tyler, with all those coaches who have played, including, including Brunel, Deuce Staley, uh, Aaron Glenn, that not one coach during the week – in their coaches' meetings, they talk about game clock management, when we have a lead, when we trail, when we're down big, up big, that there's not a plan. that, that there's, They're just flying by the seat of their pants, and I, I don't think you can do that in today's NFL. Yeah, it, it's so true. That, that definitely is, is something that's a little jarring, that you have so many players, former players on your staff with that experience. You, you, you would think that that would kind of alleviate some of the problems you're seeing out there, mainly on defense, because I didn't think that they would take this big of a step back defensively. Offensively, their numbers are through the roof. I mean, you can look at yards per play. You can look at total yards. You can look at first downs, points, whatever category. They're they're good on offense. It's just defensively, and as you put, kind of game management. Like, why? If you're building this this bully, and that, that's a word that comes up a lot. Yeah, I sat down with Hank Fraley and that's what he loves too up front. This offensive line, they want to push people around. They want to win those one-on-ones and they do. They are building a bully. But if you believe in your guys, if that's the way you want to play, my God, go for it on fourth and four. End mm. the game right there. Just win it, right? I mean, you believe, and I think that's what really ate at Dan Campbell more than anything. And, and credit to him for admitting as such, you know, moments after that game, he's at the press conference just almost in tears saying he, he made a mistake and he should have gone for it. I've been around a lot of head coaches. They're not willing to admit that they were wrong immediately after a game like that. So I know, I mean, he should have went for it, but it, that's definitely encouraging, the fact that he realizes it and owns it. Yeah, I know, but he, he's owned a, a lot of decision-making. You know, uh, the first two years, less than, you know, it'd be the you know the first 20 games as Lions head coach. You, you just have to have a plan going into a game on how that clock management, and I agree with you. I, I never would have questioned going 
for it to put the Vikings away who are out of timeouts. If you didn't get it, so be it. But at least you sent a message that you're going to go for it with, even with injuries, still an offensive line that has been fantastic this year. And you mentioned Hank Fraley. He's my assistant coach of the year right now in the NFL early on. But, you know, if you kick the field goal, you're still only up six. That's not putting the game away. There's no rhyme or reason for that field goal at all. I'm totally with or field goal you. It attempt makes sense. Right, right. You make it. It's still. I mean, I get. I guess you'd have to go the length of, of the field, but this this is the NFL in 2022. We see teams do that with less quarterbacks than Kirk Cousins. Where I mean, if you give a team a minute and change, they they can get a touchdown in a hurry. I mean, the Chiefs did it in 13 seconds against the Bills. So yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Game management. I, I guess this is why so many teams employ people to literally just sit in the box and look at every potential situation, let you know what the best thing to do is. But, you know, on the other hand, I think that Dan Campbell does, as he says, he wants to operate off of gut. It's just weird because usually your gut tells you to to, to roll the dice to go for it. Like, it's weird that his gut would tell him to kick a field goal there. And for their sake, you hope that they're able to to move on because they have a good team. I mean, they have an offensive line that may be the best in the NFL when they're down two, three starters. They, they have backs. They have receivers. Jared Goff is good enough. They, they can put up points with anybody. I think they're ready to win right now if they can just kind of clean up some of this stuff late in games. Think about this. Uh, they, withstanding injuries, uh, if you start with the O-line, and they've been fantastic uh, the first three weeks. Uh, even losing Swift right now to the shoulder, and we don't know how long it will be, but you still have Williams and Reynolds. See, the depth that they build up was one of the most important things I noticed uh, during hard knocks, during training camp, and when they had tough decisions uh, come cut day. But to me, I go back to that play on Sunday uh, when you went for the field goal and you're Dan Campbell, that if you were thinking in your, in your mind they would have to go to the field and score a touchdown to beat us with no timeouts, if that was your thought, then you should have punted and try and pin them inside the 10. And if you if you kicked it out of the end zone and it's at the 20, they still had to go probably 50 yards to attempt a field goal, and you still would have had overtime. I'm, I'm with you. Mm. I'm with you. It doesn't. I gotta let it go. It doesn't add up, Tyler. I gotta let that go. I can't let it go. It's Wednesday. I think. <laughs> I think my let go time. Hold on. I'm looking at my uh, Apple uh, 14 let go clock. Uh, I can let go of that call at midnight tonight. Hey, I haven't let go of 13 seconds here in Western New York with the Bills. I, I feel like that's going to haunt them oh uh, for a generation. God. So oh, if you're at Wednesday, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, this NFL site, from the Lions to the rest of the league, uh, golongtd.com. Tyler Dunn uh, is the man behind it. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Uh, the Bills, the AFC, the rest of the NFL, it really looks like the best teams in the league right now are the Bills, even with the loss to Miami. I'd put the Dolphins in there, but again, I need to see the full season of work. Philadelphia, who the Lions hung with in game one. Is there a team right now that it, they may not be on the radar, but six, eight weeks from now, Tyler, uh, you'll tell everybody, remember when I told you back in late September, watch out for this NFL team. Who would that be? Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's a team that's going to sneak up on people because they've They've been there. They've done that. But Cincinnati, like the season's a marathon, and I get it. Their offensive line is not very good. Joe Burrow's having some problems. 
right? He's, he's a lot of those sacks are on him. But I think that they've got enough talent between Jamar Chase, between T. Higgins, between Joe Mixon that they're going to be able they're going to be able to win a lot of games. And they're going to figure this out. I feel like they're going to turn a corner. And, and, and look, eventually the talent just kind of rises to the top. The cream rises to the top. Cincinnati's going to get there. I, I feel like they're, Joe Burrow's just too good, right? I mean, he's just been too good late in games. That Zach Taylor, you know, he's, he's taking a view to the chin. But if he could just kind of stay out of the way and let Joe Burrow operate at the line of scrimmage, I think they're going to be okay. So I don't know if I'm really going out on a limb there. But I think that, you know, we tend to freak out over the first couple games. I think we're freaking out a little too much about the Bengals. And maybe we're freaking out too much about the Lions. We'll see on Sunday. Four and a half point favorites on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board at home. Tyler, thank you for your time. We'll be in touch. You almost, I I love how you saw the blitz coming from your kids and you read it and still were able to deliver. I'm so sorry about that. No, you don't need to apologize. Trust me. I I have five kids. They're all older now. But when they were young, I was trying to do interviews and, and, and handing them like a, you know, a sippy cup or trying to do this while I'm talking about, you know, Michigan or Michigan State or the Lions. But you handled it good. I heard I could hear the blitz coming. You saw it out of the corner of your eye. Still delivered at NFL. NFL opinion. I kid, you, I, I kid you not. I got two squeezy pouches in my hand. I know. Right you're like, Harry, here's, a, here's a sippy cup. I'm not putting the straw in it. You're two. Figure it out. You're, <laughs> you're killing me. You're right. absolutely right. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a good NFL insider. I think the whole league with GoLongTD.com. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press, recommended him to Superfly, and Superfly's been asking me all along, and I said, you got to earn your way on this show. I just don't call you up and say you want to go on. you got to earn your way. He was good. I like that. Plus, he laughs at my jokes. That's a really bad combination. That is, uh, that, we may have him on every hour.